0: Alright, boys, let's go ahead and get it bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a freestyle, it's a freestyle, it's a motherfucking podcast freestyle, it's a freestyle, it's a freestyle, it's a, freestyle. It's a, freestyle. It's a motherfucking podcast
1: freestyle. Yeah, hey. Honest, I don't I'm fuck with, with you. I said to your fist, keep yeah, it the buck fuck with, with you. I look when I'm thumbing through. I'ma need a check if I'm coming through. You coming for my spot, but I'm on top, bitch. I'm untouchable. Damn. Yeah, it's me, little baby. Be the one and only, only one. Be free, little baby. Book a flight, stay the night overseas, yeah, see little baby. Huh? And I can get you what you. Welcome to huh? your dreams, little baby. That's why I'm riding through the city with the top. down. I heard niggas getting hot because I'm hot. Now, last year I was broke, niggas strong. Oh, everything I prayed for, yeah, I got. Now, all the niggas.
2: Getting rolled, roll. uh. The niggas that I would ain't never told, dog. And I got so many hundreds I can't fold. So I keep a
1: couple cars in my Y'all, It's embarrassing. These niggas got me fucked up. Two chains on my neck. though titty boy, bitch, I don't tuck one. Never. Two hoes on my dick. They say they love me. I don't cuff one. Never. Niggas got my back, but they be faking. I don't trust one. Never. Fucking with the gang, You pull the strap. You better bust some. We going to blow your top and best believers going to gut some. Your girl give me top and she going <laughs> to blow me till I bust one. And I did that bitch foul. She hey. had the line for an N1. She break that. I lost ass. What I'm doing in Cali. Told him just
2: chilling. Yeah. It'll fuck him up. He know I was out here crop picking. What? How many I gotta sit to get that drop
1: ceiling, seeing stars cool. I want that drop, nigga. I had a honey when I was 20, so this shit basic. I coulda had a beat, but I got lace. I ain't really wanna fuck, so I let her taste me. Little freaky bitch say I taste amazing. LB on my wrist is just a band though. I be in and out that lab like I'm Lando. I don't really like the brag, but I can though. You try to live like me, you woulda been broke. I know these hoes don't really mean nothing. If you share my chains, know we be fuckin'. I told her that's bro, that free fucker. Yo nigga, he a dummy, cause he nigga, uh, You a cuffed fucking runner, runners, uh, you just be doing anything, I could tell you love it. Tell you love it. Uh, it's it so a it fucking, fucking lame. It's niggas man, like man, man, you that's fucking man, man. up the chain. Hey, damn Joe, that's a fucking shame. Man, man. Man. This nigga kissed her on the mouth damn, man, I the brain. brain. My man. niggas in your own hood run off with your, your chain. How you ain't snitch, but they desist, you did a couple days.
0: Nah, I can't go. Nah, gango, that's some disrespectful ass shit. If, if my girl just gave some head to another man, then had the audacity the goal the nerve to come kiss me in the mouth. You want to talk about demon time? That is, that is straight disrespectful. Sad thing is, I know, I know some women who do that. That's that's y'all nasty. Y'all true glizzy goblins. You did. You know what we should have? We should have an award system. For the throat goats, who who gives the best throat? Like, cause a lot of women, a lot of y'all, y'all, a lot of y'all out here are self proclaimed throat goats. What made you a throat goat? Just because that nigga come? Okay, I could do that with my hands. I'm just putting this out there. We need we need stipulations to be put in place for you to be call, calling yourself a throat goat. <laughs> That's a crazy way to intro the pod. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Entangled Thoughts podcast. I am your host, Poetic Justice, here as humbly as I can. And this is the podcast where there ain't no hoes, but um, we do think out loud. If you listen to it on streaming platforms, go ahead, give us a full five star rate and review. What that does, it helps us move up in the algorithm, helps us get discovered by more podcast listeners, and obviously, with more podcast listeners, it hopefully gets us on the charts. Do that for your boys; great way for y'all to support us. Another great for you all words. Another great way for y'all to support our podcast is, guys. Let me tell you about a place. Right, a place that's free of judgment place that's free of scrutiny join the patreon guys for just a dollar a month you get access to about 30 plus bonus podcasts and on these bonus podcasts we like to speak free of the lip without regard or reservation of the prying ears so do that for us it's the number one way for you to support our podcast Uh, And also thank you to today's sponsor The Anchor app If you don't know about Anchor Anchor is the best way for you to broadcast Your podcast But more on that later Uh, Okay So let's address The elephant in the room Yes it's been two days since I did a pod I've been tired I've been exhausted But we gonna keep going I'm I'm gonna persevere Until the 14 days are completely done so bear with me. I've been working like a slave. I got I do got a life outside of this. I do. Um some announcements. So currently me and my team we are planning a live show of the podcast this winter. Uh it's going to be sometime in December, but like just letting y'all know cuz y'all are the listeners. So this December in Houston, Texas, we're going to have our very first podcast live show. Ticket sales will probably go live sometime around next month, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, um, the the we are just starting the beginning plannings of this, and it's going crazy. I'm I'm kind of already stressing about it, but like I'm I had this thought. What if I go out there? I, I'm th- I'm think I'm thinking like, yo, I'm gonna go out there. Energy gonna be crazy. I'm gonna be able to interact with the crowd like I want to. Have deep conversations. Bring a couple guests on. It's gonna go crazy. I'm gonna bring this pod energy to real life because y'all can see me and I have I'm gonna have, I'm getting down. My facial expressions, my body movements. I am with it. But then there's also a part of my brain like, yo, yo. What if you bomb? What if I get the, <laughs> If I bomb I can never show my face in public Ever again It'd be terrible El what? <laughs> So like like, Dang I need, I need an Assurance that I'm not going to bomb Because like okay My goal is like to do it in front of like, I want to crowd like at least 200 plus people Cause, Cause like I can do that. Life be life and sometimes I can do that. I feel like. So yeah. Let's listen. I'm hoping I don't bomb, but like you know, I got some good material. So assuming that the crowd most of the crowd has probably not listened to my podcast, if my if they somehow come, I got I got I got some key, few key topics I'm gonna get off right off the bat, for example. Like, my girl, like, Demon Time cheating on me. That was a big thing for our podcast. Demon Time, Demon Time, questionably, propelled this podcast up. I'm just saying. But, like, I got, I like, I was I, I was thinking about segues and ways I was going to present it. Like, oh, I was talking to the crowd. Like, oh, who's ever been cheated on before? And, you know, like, like raise your hand if you ever been cheated on. Like, people raise your hand. I'm going to start talking to the crowd. Like, what they do to you? Like, I'm going to probably have to get a wireless mic in order to, uh. In order to fully do that, but like we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out, so that and I was like, and then, like it was like obviously, and then, like everybody tell their little stories like you know what? I've been cheated on before, crazy work, crazy work came home one day, there was a dick in the mouth, didn't like that in life, um. <laughs> And then I was thinking about like my walkout song, my walkout song, because like recently I've been, I've been having this song like on my mind like crazy. It's Jid's dance now when he gets like, he, I'm not uh 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 I'm not uh 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 I'm not uh to stepping man. I said I do not dance with this gun inside my pants. Like yo, I I was I was like the walkout gonna go crazy. The walkout in itself, I feel like will generate a good level of energy. But yeah, so I'm I'm looking for some guests to bring on the live show uh because obviously uh the goal is for me to have an opener, a main act being obviously us and a closer. And during my main act, I want to bring on like at least 2 to 3 guests. Uh that way the conversation is engaging and intriguing. Uh but like I'm going to have standards for these guests. And also, if you're looking to join the team, uh, please, please send me an email via um, it's going to be entangled at gmail dot com. So, if you're looking to join our production team for this live show, I'm gonna we're, we're going to need a lot of positions. We're going to need a lot of help. Please just uh, let me know, and then we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But yeah, how's your life been? Are you? Uh, it's a... It's a Sunday that this is coming up, so nobody got school. I think some people got work. I got work, but um, how's your how's your life like? How, how are you doing today? Are you having a good day? I hope so. I hope so. Um, funny story. The other day, I went on a date. Right. Okay, there's there's two stories, two subsequent stories. The other day, I went on a date. Right? It, it was ended like I ain't gonna lie. This date fucked me up mentally. It fucked me up mentally. Like I potted that same day. I came back from the date, but my 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 mental state was so fucked up. I scrapped the whole episode. I was like, this shit. I was like, this shit has. I can't put this out. Why would I do that? so now like now that my mind is soothed and i'm like i'm over it now like i'm okay i'm over it as over it as it can be okay so stick with me on this match with this girl on tinder cool great vibes. <laughs> my bad I had a little i had a long i had a long ass break because i was thinking about stories anyway match with this girl on tinder me and her chopping it up, this that and the third, and she uh prompts like yo, uh let's let's link up, let's do something. And I was like, Okay, say less. So I uh, we ended up going out to a bar. Got to the bar. I got to the bar early because I like to be punctual. Uh yeah, we don't operate off CPT over here. So then like probably like twenty to thirty minutes later, she pu- she pulls up and she's right on time. Great, cool, love that for her. And so we get some drinks, we go up to the rooftop. And you know the chop up starts to happen. Like already, already there's a little, little awkwardness. But like I, am I, I'm, I'm assuming this is just first date awkwardness. I got to break down the barriers, you know, get her comfortable, whatever. So we're chopping it up. And we start talking about music. Start talking about potting. I was like, okay, cool. It's a great, great experience. Um, and then this is the, okay. This. Granted, really, this is this is where I know I fucked up. So, we start talking about potting, and it's like, yeah, I'm kind of a dickhead, but I'm nice. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nice dickhead. Like, for example, told her the most fucked up joke that we've probably ever said on the pod before. And it's the, the retarded girl joke, which I'm bringing that joke to the live show. I'm bringing the joke to the live show because it's, cra- it's so crazy and it's so wild. But that's what we need in our lives. So I told I told the retarded girl joke. Bad move. Bad move, broski. That was I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that was the joke that made her go, Nigga, what? You give me the ick. I definitely gave her mad ick, bro. So then she tells me, hey, yo, look, I'm going to go to the restroom. I was like, all right, cool. She goes to the restroom. I see her go to the restroom. So, she goes there. Five minutes pass. Okay. She's been in the restroom for like a little minute. Ten minutes pass. Yeah. I don't think she in the restroom. She probably left. And, Like I I assumed that she left after ten minutes, but I I I waited to like about thirty in order to text her to see like what the situation was, and she had me blocked. Block game was on strong. I was like, bro, why she do that to me? (laughs) Like, nah, for real. Like, I ladies, I have no problem. With you objectively communicating that you're uncomfortable if you're uncomfortable, I will cease whatever I'm doing, like yo, I understand i'm gonna stop or i'm a I'm just back off completely, but the fact that you had to duck out and leave crazy work crazy work like <laughs> i'm thinking I'm thinking of the process that the mental process that she had to do in order to do that. Like, okay, she obviously has a thought like, hey yo, this nigga crazy. I got to leave ASAP. Where's the restroom? Oh yeah, it's right over there. Okay, cool. I'ma be right back. The be right back is is even crazier. Cause now you're you're perpetuating this false reality that you're going to come back even though you know damn sure you know damn well that you you dipping. So in my mind, I'm thinking she walked towards the restroom, peeked to see if I was looking, turned away and walked right the fuck out the door. And I was like, she probably called up her ride, like, "Hey yo, this nigga is crazy. Get me the fuck out of here." Just, then had to wait, standing outside the uh, outside the um uh, the bar, and there was I was it was already hella people there too, and I'm just thinking like, "Yo." That shit is crazy. That was a slimy maneuver. That was a slimy maneuver cuz why she do that? You I have no problem with you telling me like, "Hey I I have no problem tell I have no problem with a girl telling me, "ayo, you a lame nigga." Crazy crazy packaging. But hey, I get it. I'm not, not fitting the vibes. You ain't gotta say nothing but a word. But it made me think about that girl like girls do this in order to avoid accountability or confrontation. They do such things to escape situations. Now I would I would encourage something like this to happen if their life was truly endangered. Or if they thought that, but like, I'm Ayo. Worst case scenario, I just came off as a weird, unapologetic. Andrew Tate like ass nigga. Which which is if if you had to choose if you had to choose between getting raped or just hanging around a weird ass nigga, what's pick your poison? Do you want sexual assault? <laughs> it's crazy uh the context of that joke is crazy because i was like i was thinking do you want a dick <laughs> do you want a dick unconsensually inside your coochie or do you want oh uh, hold up okay i'm back i'm back okay somebody call my phone i don't like answering phone calls during uh during the pod because it feels, we- you know what, we have to have him on as a guest You know who we have to have on as a guest for the podcast We gotta bring Darius We gotta bring the man Darius on for the pod Because it would go crazy It would go crazy Because Darius already has like a little little clout to him Because of the clips that we posted but I'm just thinking like hey yo If he bring that energy To the pod it's going to be crazy But like I'm excited I'm very excited for this uh, live podcast So That was the first yeah, the, the first girl She she obviously did that And I'm just thinking that was some crazy work That was some Crazy work now she just casually living her life thinking about I Actually take that back I don't think she uh Thinking about like yo I just I think she felt a little remorse. I hope she felt a little remorse like damn I kind of just left that nigga Oh well On with my fucking day <laughs> But it's whatever People will be peopling So Second one Second one she got my heart nah gang because why she do that to me so on tuesday you know i was i was i was i was in the vibe, and i was at uh taco and tequila tuesdays as i usually be i matched with the bartender on tinder there and i'm like yo okay off rip pretty i know and um yeah, we started chopping it up like that that night I did not come home to like 5 in the morning because it went like, yo, I start chopping her up at uh, the bar, and after the bar, we went to guy go we went to go get some food. Riz Riz game go crazy. I was cool enough to give off a vibe that like, yo, I kind of like I'd be I'd be okay to doing lunch or dinner or breakfast, whatever the fuck this was with this guy. So on like Consecutively after I get off of work because I'm hungry. I'm cool enough to get off that vibe. Okay, we love it. We love it here. And then like we were th- we were at the Denny's from like two to five o'clock in the morning.
2: When I tell you I came with the fucking Please
0: What did he say? Hey. Oh, oh, oh. Nigga. I'm that guy, I'm that guy, and I felt like it too because like the 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 conversation she first of all, she gives immaculate conversation, which I look forward. I, I love that as a guy who sits on a microphone for about four hours plus a week and just talks. I love that. she gave great vibes, not only that, but I think I'm pretty sure the next day I went to go see her at her job again bartender and we chopped it up again. It was a vibe. it was cool she, she's a she's she's good energy and good vibes, so i'm very i'm not, i'm 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 gonna say i'm I'm looking forward to hanging out with her because she she a raver she out here she'd be partying the party never ends <clears throat> okay. Let's get into today's story You know life's full of tales and stories But it's those stories with define our character This week being The ultimate Ass
2: whooping
0: Let's rewind the clock Back to
2: 2009
0: At the time I was about 10 years old I'm a youngin I don't know anything about life. I just be living it. Also, at the time, I was very obsessed with this show called Yu Gi Oh! If you don't know about Yu Gi Oh! Where the f- one, you probably are not a 90s baby. Let's get that off rip. You're probably young as fuck, but that's okay. And two, do you know the chokehold grip? Yu Gi Oh used to have on, like, '90s youth, in order to see they that moment that Yu Gi goes Yu Gi Oh when it turns into Yami and starts like decimating people, crazy work. So the Yu Gi Oh that I was obsessed with was uh, one of their later iterations called Five Ds. At the time I was infatuated with the main character because I felt like he stood for everything a man should stand for in his life. You know, he stood by his he stood for and by his friends. He never turned his back. He was always the first to jump into headstrong situations. He was analytical, but he was that was my guy. To this day, I think you say is the best Yu-Gi-Oh anime protagonist. And you can quote me on that. That's how I feel. So, we're going in, chopping it up, whatever I say. Going in, chopping it up. I confuse my stories. Oh my god, oh my god. I feel like that happens a lot. Like I confuse some of my stories. Like, wait, did I say that? I had to listen back to the pod. But at the time, I was so infatuated with him. I wanted to build his um his card his card deck. Because, like, if you, if Yu-Gi-Oh is a card game. So, like, in card game, they have decks and whatever. So, I wanted to build his deck. So, I got almost all the cards in his deck. But the one card that I was missing was the Star... It was a big white dragon. Not blue eyes, but it was, like, Stardust Dragon. I think the name of the card is. And this, like, I was missing this one card. And it would complete my deck. So, I looked at... Obviously, I'm 10... I don't got money. I don't know how money works. So I was like, mom, can we buy this like pack? And hopefully I get the card, this, that, and the third. Didn't work. So one day I'm on YouTube. and YouTube, they, they were breaking down card decks or something. And I see like, hey, for more, more cards, whatever, go to this website. I was like, "Where?" Type in the website. Finds the website and it has it brightest day on the front page, the card that I was looking for. And I was like, yo, this is my chance. I clicked on it so I could get it shipped to the house, but it required money. And again, I'm like 10 years old. What type of money do I have? None. None. I did, I did I did nothing productive as a ten year old. I had no money, so I was like, okay. I did, I came up with a plan to get this car and get it to my house and explain it to my mama. So, my mom at night. This this is some this is some dirty work. No wonder I got my ass beat for this shit. Like this is some dirty work. God damn! I'm, it makes me worried for my kids. Shit. Came up with a plan. Plan was simple At night my mama leaves her uh Her purse on her nightstand So I was going to Sneak in her room Get her purse Get her card Put the card on the Yes yes I know what you're thinking Yes I'm I was a I was a I was a slime And not in a good way I was a sleazy ass nigga bro At 10 so get my mama's card, put the information in, order order the Yu-Gi-Oh! card, and get it shipped to the house. Okay, cool, great. Put my mama's card back, whatever. Not knowing that my mama can see her credit card transactions, because I'm dumb. I'm a 10-year-old. So the card comes to the house. And obviously, my mama is very curious, like, how the fuck did you get this? Where where did you get this? I told her like, yo, I want a contest, and she was like, okay. I've I'm a hundred percent sure my mom did not buy that shit. She she a hundred percent knew. So I thought I was getting away with it the first time, boy. When I tell you that I was I was on. I, you call me drake with this shit because i was going back to back i kept ordering more cards card shit i didn't need it, and obviously my mama got that bank statement come back she's like nigga what the fuck is that all oh, my card credit card fraud etc then obviously my mama's smart and i'm 10 she put two and two together i've been getting all these new cards and like the uh this website where it has like she obviously she checked the website from the uh, credit card statements and she's like this stupid mother. F- the maddest I've ever seen my mother to this fucking day. I was at home enjoying my life. Then I get a call on our home phone. And I like the idea that parents like to talk to you as a grown, as adult, when you're a child thinking that you can completely understand the nuances of what they're saying, because you can't, you can't, you're like, you're like a child, you're dumb, you don't know, you know, you don't know shit. Like. So she was like like My mom was furious I answered the phone Oh oh, nigga so you think you fucking slick Huh What What's going on Nah nigga Fucking when I come home It's your ass on a platter What the fuck is that What's a platter I'm, I'm so confused Like yo yeah you thought you was slick Buying all those fucking cars on my fucking credit card I was like oh my god she found out. How did she find out my plan? My plan was so impervious. It was so flawless. How could she possibly find out? When I, when my mama came home. She parked the car in the garage. Came in. Had the door slam, And she was. Straight from a horror movie. Now that I'm thinking about it. It's traumatizing. She came in. Mm Jalen To this day Nothing has made my ass hair Stand on the very end My ass My shit was clenched I was sweating profusely But I was hiding Because I knew this ass whooping Was going to be on On an unequivocal scale This was Probably the world 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 War Hulk of all ass whoopings, and she started flipping shit. Started looking under stuff, like checking outside, looking in closets. Which I was hiding in a closet, but like I was, I was in the most discreet location. I was hiding in cabinets and shit type, because I knew, I knew, I knew what my mama was gonna do to me when she found me. Eventually, she did. No homo. When I tell you my ass was bruised for a week, I couldn't even I couldn't even sleep on my butt no more. That shit hurt. That shit's worst ass whooping I've probably ever received. And the most memorable too. So, moral of the story is accountability. Obviously, I was ten and I was dumb, and this was a very dumb decision made by one <laughs> if i just i'm pretty sure if I was just accountable, I still would have got the ass whooping, but the backlash of that incident would have wouldn't have been so far, and like I tried to lie about it, and I lied about it for weeks until it finally came up and like I knew what I was doing, but I didn't know what I was doing type shit that's that's really what it was. And obviously my mom I'm glad my mom whooped my ass for that Because after that day I learned it's bad to steal It's a shame that that's the severity It had to go before I was like you know it's probably It's probably not a good idea to steal from people But that's, that's, that's what it took That's what it took for me So yeah And also doubling back And segwaying accountability if that girl just took accountability for our date a okay that's cool yeah if that girl took accountability for a date probably the backlash probably wouldn't have been so far so it was so hard like i'm talking about that shit fucked me up mentally like damn it humbled me because like recently i've been kind of getting a big ego because like you know i'm 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 little i'm getting more flirtatious i'm like like I'm I'm very directive in my energy. I uh, I got charisma. And like she she made me humble myself, like, okay, nigga, you not you you still not shit. Respectfully, disrespectfully, fuck out of here. She humbled me, so shout out to her. All right, from one asshole to another. Am I the asshole for abandoning my mom who needs me more than my dad? My mom, 38-year-old female, cheated on my dad. 40 year one your life already sounds hard my guy and was apparently seeing a few other guys starting from about 8 years ago I don't know how my dad found out but when he did obviously he asked for a divorce my dad works a lot and I a 15 year old male haven't really been that close to with my mom either, basically I don't prefer either of them, my parents asked who I wanted to live with and I never saw my mom the same way as after what she did, I don't know whether I would be extreme and say she destroyed our family, but to be honest, I can't help but hate her a little, so I'd rather stay with my dad. My mom only has her sister in her life while my dad has a really big family on his side. When I said I would rather stay with my dad, my mom lost it and started full on sobbing and she looked really hurt. Her sister was there and started to comfort her and told me, how can a boy abandon his mother like that? You should be ashamed of yourself. Bitch, keep that same fucking energy. Like, 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 keep that same fucking energy when she was fuck. Ah, nah, fuck out of here, gang. My mom left the house, and the next day, my aunt came to and visit me again, and she told me that I should have chosen my mom because dad already has his whole family to help them through this, but my mom only has me. Now I'm starting to rethink what I said, even though I still kind of hate my mom. I don't know if I was being ass by doing this, and if I shouldn't let my anger overcome me. Am I the asshole? My aunt says she's devastated, by the way. Look, I'm not saying your mom fucked up your family both figuratively and literally. But she kind of fucked up your family. She, like she went out, she decided to make her own decisions as a grown ass adult and fuck other people. Obviously, in the divorce in a, a in a marriage that is a complete breach of trust unless like y'all swingers and y'all y'all do that on a regular to if the, if that's the case more all the power to you I'm not hating but just going off what you told me it sounds like that wasn't that wasn't the case with their marriage so she went out did her dirt for 8 plus years I can't understand. I'm like, all right, you had a moment of weakness and some big, tall, dark, and handsome nigga with a beard came and gave you the bust down. That's a little tough for me to get over. I'm not gonna front with you, but with enough communication, with enough conversation, I think we can use this to help strengthen our marriage and our relationship. Now with that being said, it's you've been cheating on me for eight plus years. Oh, you just deal, You just don't like me. You that's what it is. You just you something in our relationship makes you feel unsatisfied and or unhappy. So you seek that happiness and satisf, satisfaction from somebody else. Like it's like, you know the worst part about this. If this was me in this situation, I'm going crazy in these streets. I'm going crazy. I'm talking about my wife cheated on me. Obviously divorce off off rip. But I'm going crazy in these streets. The Spanish have the Spanish have a very dope saying about about this. And this I think this summarizes me anytime I go through a serious heartbreak or anything, it goes unclavo saco otro clavo. Translates to something like one screw to, to get over one screw You gotta get under one or something like that Something something along those lines So basically to get over somebody You need a screw to take out another screw Or something like yeah yeah I think that's what it is um, To basically to get over somebody You gotta get under somebody And I'm an advocate I'm an advocate for fucking my feelings away Like ain't nothing <laughs> It's the, it's probably one of the most destructive ways you can go about um, silencing your emotions But it'd be fun to me, gang Like, just fucking a girl into submission And then also simultaneously fucking my feelings with her away That math be mathing. Is that toxic? Is that a toxic trait? Is that a red flag? Maybe Maybe, maybe, maybe. So, my guy, in conclusion, you are not the asshole. Court adjourned. Like y'all already know, let's get into some motherfucking topics. So, there's been this thing that's been going. Have y'all heard about quiet quitting? It's something that the uh, baby boomers are using to define our generation, saying that our generation is notorious for just walking out of jobs, quitting without notification, and just like, oh, okay, okay, okay. It's notorious for like just quitting, quitting their jobs, leaving without notification, and just like. Silently walking away from 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 a job, and obviously it's a fucking job. For, as an adult, you use your job to stabilize your uh, living life, stabilize your income, etc. So, I was looking at it. okay, yeah. So, it stabilize, your, it stabilize your income, stabilize, etc. I think, and this is, this is a big thing on TikTok right now about quiet quitting, and I think our generation Z generation Z because I'm a generation z Um, Our generation is very good at knowing, because if you go back like, like 30, 50 plus years, the income that they were provided for jobs was good enough to stabilize their home income, like minimum wage. You, you could live off a of minimum wage. Nowadays, you cannot. Most places, you can't live off minimum wage. You have to have a supplementary income or a second job. But that's just because the times, obviously, inflation has risen things to so high a price. It's crazy to think that probably 50, <clears throat> 50 years ago, you probably could get a gallon of gas for like a couple cents. Maybe maybe even a dollar. If you fucking wish. You know, if I have to pay a dollar for gas... I'm going crazy. I'm going fucking crazy. Must be nice. I'm trying to get a uh, lie. You mama. Remember quarantine? I'm going off on a tangent. Quarantine like and Texas gas got down to like a, a dollar and 34 cents. That was fucking beautiful. I love that. Can we go back and bring back another pandemic? I'm trying to be back in the house. Some niggas need to die anyway. Crazy, <laughs> but nah. Um, quiet quitting. I don't think it's. Oh, obviously it's quiet, but I don't think it's uh, it's quitting too technically. The nuances of quiet quitting have to deal with one. Us, our generation has a very good understanding of what their worth in the workplace is and obviously if a lot of these jobs they they a lot of these corporate jobs i would like to say they prioritize maximum labor for the limb for the minimum amount of um of uh pay so that's why you like. A lot of people work minimum wage jobs. So, but some jobs they like to overwork. Obviously, I'm not saying that's the case with every job. But like, as as a uh, employee, they know they have you for free labor, so they train you to do multiple stuff and still pay you, which are like eight, seven, okay, for going by Texas standards, like seven fifty, seven fifty. They'll pay you at seven fifty. Make you do everything that's outside of your job description. And then they use the guise of like, oh, there's no such thing as uh, that's not my job. Literally, Literally, it's not my job. So if you want me to do this, realistically, you should be paying me extra because I'm doing extra work for you. Does does that make sense? I think our generation has really got that nailed down With, well, like with their work experiences Because my generation at max I think is probably like 27 Maybe just touching 30 um, So I think our gener- my generation Has got that nailed down Because uh, it's important to understand your work value And like when you go to other places You know how to proper, You start to learn how to properly Market that value so quiet quitting, if you you boomers like to call it that, so be it. But like if you willing to work somewhere for like eight dollars and twenty-five cents and have them work, have you working like a dog, all the power to you. But one thing for sure, that that ain't gonna be me. I'll tell you that. Sometimes you crackers be wowin'. Sometimes you crackers be wowin'. Did y'all hear Harry Styles was crowned the new king of pop? First of all. Nigga, what? The fuck does Harry Styles got on Michael Jackson? If you're gonna clown. If you're going to crown a new king of pop, it needs to be either leveled with Mike or above. So, indirectly, you are telling me that Harry Styles is better than fucking Michael Jackson. Let me compare their accolades. Very similarly, they both started off with boy pants. You know, Harry Styles, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he started off in one direction. Because that's the way the gay people move. Uh, Okay I had to get that off I'm sorry I had to get that off Michael Jackson started with the Jackson 5 One of the arguably best Boy bands In all boy band history Because they had soul They had rhythm Harry Styles got a little vocals But he ain't got nothing on I wanna rock with you uh nine. dance you into the. I can't name a single Harry Styles song. Michael Jackson songs has such a grip on the culture into today's society. You have kids that are be born in the culture have no experience of the outside world, but I tell you one thing for sure: they know who the fuck Michael Jackson is because they hear. It. You got you you got classics like Thriller, Billie Jean, Rock My World. Not who the cracker that did this. Who the cracker that did this dumbass shit? Comparing Harry Styles to fucking Michael Jackson, nigga, you smoking dick. Like you obviously don't know good music. You have terror like the, the, I can granted. I don't like to say this because a lot of music just happens not to be for me. But you got terrible music taste if you think Harry Styles is the new king of pop. Fuck out of here, bro. Fuck all the way out of here, bar for bar, song for song. Not even that. the The show, the show performance that Michael Jackson puts on is so was so electrifying. Harry Styles will never get that. This nigga, this nigga had the wealth to feed Africa, the continent. Michael Jackson was such a fucking phenom in all stages of his life. Harry Styles is definitely not great getting up to that. And I think the the thing that really made Michael Jackson the King of Pop is like that his his music was truly timeless. It was, and it's still to be timeless, and it continues to ingrain itself within our culture. You talk to any uh, musical artist today, and they will quote that Michael Jackson is king, and there is no debate about it. Sometimes you crack us bewailing, for real. Who did that dumbass shit? You, you, you need to get your music license revoked. I bet you, I bet you it's probably some fifteen to nineteen year old pudgy white woman somewhere inside the United States of America that is just so in love with Harry Styles, and I'm talking about she grew up with Harry. She went from from the fucking One Direction days to when he went solo to present day. She's in love with that nigga. And she thinks he's the best thing to happen in music. That nigga is getting... Realistically, he's getting slapped by m- most the whole industry. No, am I making this a race thing? Yes. 100%. Why? Or 100%? Because I don't think he got enough culture to be king. <laughs> he don't got enough culture to be crowned king of pop. Because... I think in order to be crowned king of a certain genre you have to own that genre wholeheartedly like you people the people that don't normally listen to that genre have to know who you are in the very least for example Blake Shelton don't know anything about Blake Shelton but I can call him the king of, I think I can call him the king of country because he almost he owned almost every song every country song that's ever been produced in life if you if you're not an avid country listener, you didn't probably heard Blake Shelton like once or twice in your lifetime. I can call Blake Shelton the king of country wholeheartedly. Because as someone who's not really too ingrained in country music, I still know who the fuck he is. This is this is so so many segues, so many ways I can go with this. Okay. Another thing, segue. Something else that I saw and I heard uh, this radio station talking about is Chris Brown. Is Chris Brown more talented than Michael Jackson? Look, as previously established, Michael Jackson is a very high bar to beat. His showmanship, his the the. Electricity when he performed his musical talent, um, all of it. Chris Brown can just dance really well. He and like he, he doesn't, to my knowledge, he doesn't lip sync when he's doing performances. He, he be going all in. That nigga be beating his fucking chest in. Crazy, crazy thought. I have a little beef with Chris Brown, just a little bit, because you know, I'm pretty sure he was trying to fuck my girl. I'm pretty sure. I'm 100% positive. Let me explain why. I was dating this girl, long story short, a couple years ago, and as a surprise gift, because she was infatuated with Chris Brown, I bought her Chris Brown tickets. We went to the concert. Got us. I got us lawn seats. When I tell you this man came out on stage She said fuck the lawn seats She got up Ran all the way directly to the stage And was there for at least 15 minutes Came back Like like she had like a complete blank of memory She came back from being up front in the stage And she was like what happened Where would you go And I was like the fuck you be where I went I was here you do. You, she, she was like, oh, I just got so excited. And like, nah, gang, you was trying to fuck. She was trying to fuck some Chris Brown. She was trying to kiss some Chris Breezy Dizzy. She was trying to get some Chris Breezy Glizzy. She said, give me that Glizzy Dwizzy. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Oh. Uh, what time in my head? She said, give me that Gwizzy Dizzy. Twizzy. I don't yeah. In regards to Chris Brown, I don't think he's more talented than Mike. Mike is a very hard, hard bar to beat. There's this is going to take once in a generational musical talent to come around to beat the level of Michael Jackson. Granted, I do think he has a better chance of doing so since the level of production has Increased significantly since the height of Mike's career, so it's going to take work, but not that much work. Because nowadays, anybody can become an artist if they have the right equipment, and like you don't have to go to a studio anymore to to record. Now you can just literally sit in your sit in the bases of your home, enjoy your life. I want to talk about these menaces to society. People who, if I text you, right? Like, we haven't, me, you having a normal conversation. And I ask you something or I say something and you don't respond. Then two days later, you pick up that same conversation that we were having. Like, ain't shit. Like, you just didn't go ghost for two more days. Y'all are fucking menaces to society. Y'all are fucking menaces because. You have you know how crazy you gotta be? If I text you like, hey, so yo, yeah, what you like most of the time my texts are immediate like hey yo, what you what you doing today? Two days later. Oh, I'm not doing anything I'm like bitch, hold up wait, wait, hold hold the fucking phone. Like we not you're not about to skip past like you just didn't ignore me for like two days. What the fuck? Nah, gango. Are you okay? Are you dying? What's going, what the fuck is going on here? It's a crazy thought. Crazy work. Y'all are some fucking menaces. Why do y'all do that? That's that's all I gotta say. Alright. You know what, it's, it's gonna be a little bit of a short pod today. Because uh, work and I got things I need to do. So, I'm gonna go ahead and segue. Let's go ahead and get into some music. You know, so for the what day is this? Pull it up on the what's it called topic? It's not topics. There we go. For the fifth album of the seven day of the seven albums that got me through quarantine, we got the Be Free Lost in Paradise. The intro to the pod was one of his songs. So we gon' we just gonna go through so be free is this artist that I discovered during quarantine on um on TikTok. And he used to do like he used to like remix songs like uh, what's that song that Cardi B and uh, Megan the Stallion guy that goes there's some whores in his house there's some whores in his house, and then he would uh he would occasionally get uh very he would get, he would get uh like looks and stuff because of the remixes. His remixes went like dummy. So then eventually he put out this project called Lost in Paradise. At least the deluxe editions where he added significantly more songs. So, <laughs> I got your back, it's gonna
1: be alright, and we both know we will be fine. And we both know, yeah, we both got And we both yeah. and I'm back with a hit. I'm coming up quick, so why the fuck would I turn my back to this shit? I'm here for life, but I can't decide on who you think that you is. Fucking with free, are you gonna die? <laughs>
0: Just an example of a sample of his uh, music that he produces, and all these songs. So he's from Detroit, and all like a lot of his songs have a deep Detroit vibe, like, like hold up, like like the law, featuring by GT.
1: For real, hey hey, hold up, I'm gonna skip ahead. Damn, some shit you gotta look the doors. Been doing this shit, we don't need no award. I was coming through some shit, you was doing your chores Before you touched down, we already scored okay. You straight in VIP, you stuck at the door Made a hundred racks, it took me 60 days You still ain't touched 50, dawg, you in a way I've been down away before it's you the way B, the we chorus kind go in crazy Nights nice like this, struggling hard huh? not to get involved And i wait too right now for me to take a loss Used to be scared of being broke, now I'm scared of the law. Used to be scared of being broke, now I'm scared of the look, and I'm never gonna slow down.
0: And a lot of the tracks on this album have that those hard hitting beats. The 808s going crazy, and it's something. It's like for me, it's my hood classic. Like, damn, I feel I get I get so invigorated listening to this track and. It go crazy for me. All right, all right. Let's get the. It's gonna be a very short pod episode, y'all already know. So, if you're listening to this on the streaming platforms, go ahead check us out. Uh, Give us a full five star rate and review. Uh, Definitely hit hit us up with some suggestions for uh, people y'all want to bring up on the live show. And if you want to help, uh, definitely email me. My email is going to be Entangled Thoughts Inc at gmail dot com we do that to help join the the start of our wonderful legacy, and as always, I am poetic justice here as humbly as I can, and remember keeping thoughts out your bed, keep them in your mind and these take us out, bro.
2: That I am when I hurt you. Cause in those moments I desert you. And I realize I don't deserve you. No, I don't deserve you. But I'm praying on my knees, begging that you won't leave me. But you can do so much better, please believe me. So I won't blame you if you leave me. Leave because I I made a promise on the day we said vows. I swore to love you and to never let you down. I told your father I'd protect you from the pain. I told your mother I would shelter you from rain. You were the only one that I have ever dreamed of. My perfect truth that I've hidden with every lie. If only I was less concerned about our future, I might have noticed you needed me by your side. And after all of those days, you kept it inside. Don't know. how I missed every tear that you cried. I love you enough to let you be free. So I can't blame you, baby. It started with me. Cause I loved you, but left you in moments of need. We broke like a promise too heavy to keep. And baby, it kills me lately. Cause maybe I'm the reason why. I don't like the person that I am when I hurt you. I realize I don't deserve you, no I don't deserve you, but I'm praying on my knees, begging that you won't leave me, but you can do so much better, please believe me, so I won't blame you if you leave me, leave me, cause I, I'm so sorry for the way things went down, you deserve a king and I'm not wearing no crown, it's tears welling up in your eyes and I'd be lying through my teeth if I told you I was surprised, what did I think What happened?
0: Whoa, hold it there. Let's take a quick break to pay some bills. This episode is proudly sponsored by the patrons on Patreon. Join our Patreon, guys, and get access to hours of unreleased bonus content. We have our $1 tier, a.k.a. the kingdom of our Patreon. And the reason why we do this, it gives you access to our main podcast shoutouts and bonus podcasts. Not only that, you also get access to our Discord server. And then we also have our $5 tier where you get all the above and plus access to ask us questions via our Discord. And last but certainly not least, we have our $10 tier, which gives you access to weekly vlogs and exclusive VIP access to any future events that we will be holding. So join our Patreon today, guys, and support us and the podcast.